All right, so let's have a conversation today on ring number three, defined destination equals focus. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to Chad because Chad brought this amazing course to us, guys. So uh, make sure you give Chad all the props and all the thanks for getting this one to us because man, this has been some amazing information. You know, there's something to be said about, uh, what do they say, sometimes wisdom comes with age and sometimes age comes all by itself. Well, I think we found a guy here that has a lot of wisdom. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to like sit down with him for like a month straight and be like, tell me about when you met those five astronauts again. <laughs> it's so cool. So I'm just going to just blast through a few things and I'll let you guys fill in like the clar clarify some of the stuff. But uh, man, I'll, so here's some of the stuff I have. Um, so first of all, dreams, what you would like your life to look like. And then a goal is a dream with a deadline. Um, I'll skip that one. You know, he talked, and this is so real that most, most humans, most people, we're all really good at planning the birthday party. We're good at, you know, planning our two week vacation. We suck normally at planning our life. Our life just kind of happens to us and we just kind of arrive wherever that that's typical. And unless we are specific, no wonder that when we hit 95 and you're, you know, getting to the last few years that you're like, uh, how did I get here? Cause it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. You didn't get anywhere intentionally. You just drifted wherever the wind blew you. Right. Which is a way to live. But I think you all agree with me. It's not the best way to live. Um, you know, I always think of this thought that we have the potential, each one of us have the potential to live four, five, six, 17 lifetimes in one lifetime. I know, uh, you know, I served with a guy in the military and he only lived to be in his mid twenties. And I feel like he lived more lifetimes than the average person total. And that's, what's so cool about with it works. We get to design and live an extraordinary life. If we don't design, it's never going to be extraordinary. It has to be designed to be extraordinary, which means intentional, which is what we talk about so often here. Um, Psycho-cybernetics brain is a honing torpedo target-seeking mechanism. I just want to say that. That just sounds so cool. And I'm just like, well, yes, tell me more. I, don't, I could spend all day just talking about that. Psycho-cybernetics. You gotta find that book that he read. I was just like, ooh, that sounds really cool. Probably, you know, I have to take it in small doses, but it sounds like a cool book right there. Uh, I didn't catch the author though, so we'll have to catch that later. Psychology of Winning, that's a Dennis Waitley book, one of his 18 books. You know, he shared that he only wrote books on Saturdays and in prime time, which is six or seven at night to 11 at night. So in his spare time, which we all have, anyone here has a full-time job, typically nine to five, eight hours a day, we have weekends and we have evenings and the media targets us all during prime time because that's when they're building their dreams. So instead of tuning in and watching other people's dreams unfold, those are great times where we can focus on building our dreams, you know, part time, especially with it works. I mean, you do, it works on weekends and in the evenings, just in doses, consistent doses. That's how you start to see, you know, I like what Jim Rohn says is, you know, he says, uh, work part time on your job, work full time. Or, or work full-time on your job, work part-time on your fortune. And he set his goal where he'd make double 
working part-time on his fortune, then full-time on his job, and then triple and then quadruple. I mean, I didn't leave the military until we were making four times the amount part-time working on our fortune than I was full-time working on my job, which was a lot of my time, right? And so that's what's amazing about this industry is you don't just dive into it full-time because that's not near as good of a story. You, you work on your fortune part-time, but what's cool is when you're in it works, you have a way for the first time in your life to build a fortune. Your job won't build you a fortune, but it works can build you a fortune. I love that. Um, oh man, that whole Chinese interrogation part, like the minimum security and the maximum security and the indoctrination and separating the, the, the wolves from the sheep or the leaders from the followers. That was just mind blowing for me, but it's so, so true that those maximum security people, the leaders knew they wanted to go to something. And they were focused on getting away from their circumstance into that. Whereas the followers were like, yeah, it's okay. I can just live here another day. I'm getting fed. I'm, it's not too cold at night. I know this isn't the best case scenario, but it could be worse, right? That's what a lot of people I know say. Could be worse. Why try and do more? Just be happy with what I have here. And you know, and I, I, I believe in being grateful and having gratitude, be thankful for we are while we pursue all that we want. We should always be pursuing something. Otherwise, we just arrive nowhere. Uh, Self-fulfilling prophecy, idea that's neither true or false, believe, expect to achieve. I like this when he starts getting into the whole, the whole mind thing, like astronaut, he's talking about astronauts and you know, why would you go somewhere that you might die in the process? I like these. You can just tell Dennis surrounded himself with extreme people. I mean, he didn't just surround himself with someone that's like, yeah, I'm going to go be a waiter. These people are like, I'm going to go to Mars. And we know how to get there. We don't know how to get back yet, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully we make it back, right? The Olympians. I just want to be the best in the world. And I'm willing to train a thousand days to be the best in the world, right? Um, just a few more here. The, the SMART, I like the breakdown of the acronym SMART. Um, he talked a second about character goals. So typical like business goals and things are, they have a deadline, it's somewhere out in the future. Character goals are right now. It's like, I am a good husband. I am a good father. I am a distributor recruiting machine, right? It's these, it's, it's who are we character-wise, who maybe, Maybe you've never thought about yourself that way yet, but you can start and decide right this second that maybe you've lied your whole life and you're like, I am someone who always tells the truth. Well, bam, you just clicked, you switched. You don't ever lie again because you just decided right there in that moment. Uh, success, and he talks about the definition, progressive realization of worthwhile goals that benefit myself and other people with a win-win scenario. Not the I win, you lose, which it's, it's the indoctrination in the corporate world, right? I have to do this, this, this to get ahead, but it means that other people get hurt. So how can we have progression realization of, a, of an ideal and worthy goal that's helping not just ourselves, but helping everyone that we come in contact with? Um, thoughts become things and cause things to happen. Whoa, what about that thing where you can put your finger on the thermometer, think warm thoughts, and the thermometer goes up? Like, you know, it's, it's nuts that we actually have that kind of power. There's power uh, in, of life and death in the tongue, right? In this case, there's power of heating things up 
with our finger or slowing our heartbeat down with our mind. Craziness. Uh, move in the direction of your currently dominant thought. Yes, even right now. When we get off this Zoom, we're going to have currently dominating thoughts, and we're going to be moving in that direction, whether it's positive or negative. Tell your brain what you want to be, not what you don't want. It's focusing on the positive, not the, oh, I don't want to be fat anymore when you look in the mirror. How about, I want to look good, and I want to be this way, and I want to have a chiseled abs again, and I'm moving forward in that direction. Uh, laser focus that will cut through a diamond. Heat seeking missile laser focused. You don't even know what a distraction is when you have that kind of focus because you don't see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, I'm going to this rank. Okay, well, the world's falling apart all around you, but you don't know that. You don't know that. Somebody was in a feed the other day. They're like, what do you say to someone that says, uh, you know, what if my business, this happens? It's like a negative thought, negative thought. I'm like, you just don't think about what if this happens. You think about here's where I'm going and I'm focused on where I'm going. It doesn't matter anything else around that happens. It doesn't matter if there's a, a tornado or an earthquake or whatever, whatever, because I know exactly where I'm going. Um, positive, precise, present, powerful, possible. And then the last one I'll say is GPS. I love the Uber analogy. Oh, it's so good. GPS, goal positioning system. You get into an Uber. Here's where we are. Where are you going? Boop, boop, boop. You, you dialed in. That's all we got to do. Our, bra our brain is a GPS. You just dialed in. Here's where I'm at. Where am I right now? Realistically, you know, where am I right this second? Okay. No, you take responsibility, which was the ring too. If you didn't see that yet, you got to go back and get that, that you are responsible for where you are right now. And what's empowering about that is since you've gotten yourself here, you can get yourself somewhere greater and higher and better because you have the power. It's not up to someone else out there. It's not up to your team. It's not up to your upline, your downline, your sideline, the company. It's up to you and where you want to go. And it, you got to do it all with focus, passion, and purpose. And I, I went too long, but man, I'm fired up today, Joel. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and just put this here. So soak it in. Read it enjoy it. Make sure you read those little words. Those little words are actually really important because it sits there and tells you how successful active people are and non-active people. And done. All right. I'm going to throw it over to Tay. Yeah, I'm still trying to see how I can follow that up. Just after chat, <laughs> just uh, man, it was just so much good in it, and it was a lot of things that I'm still trying to wrap my brain around because it was just so specific, so good, and just uh, I think applies to us in so many ways. So it was just some of the simpler things that he said that really stuck out to me. The first, uh, he said, uh, decide that you deserve success, and then take personal responsibility. And I think uh, that's how most people when they begin this company, they don't. Uh, fully uh, feel like they deserve the success that they want or they don't feel like they're worthy of that success. So I think that's that starting point. Uh, and I think many of us, once we uh, decided to join this company, once we decided to do anything, the first thing that we did was uh, decided that we wanted to do it. And then we took responsibility and then took the necessary action. So I think uh, we have to start in that place. And then I love when he says, uh, there's no formula for success. We each have our own ways. Then he says, find out what works. And I think it's so important for this company because we can look at, you know, who's uh, killing it uh, within this company, like Steph and Joe. 
and we'll want to do everything that they're doing, but that not, might not necessarily work for us. So you have to like, when they share the tips and tricks of everything that they're doing, you have to take what uh, works for you, what's working for you in this season of your life and understand that it's still gonna be a process. Like you may be reaching out to 50 people and not seeing as many people as them. They may be reaching out to 200 people. So I think many times you have to look at everything that you're doing and don't compare it to their sample size, but you have to take some of the things that they're doing and just figure out what works for you and just continue to stay uh, in that position where you're doing things that's benefiting you and that's working for you. So I love that he said that. Uh, another thing he said was, uh, don't live in your past, leave it there. And I love that because I think a lot of people, uh, including myself at times, we kind of get stuck there and not feeling uh, worthy of a lot of the things because some of the things not past. But the thing that I've come to realize was just hearing it from somebody else. I think it was a preacher. I can't remember which one. But he said, the only, path, the only power uh, that your past have over you is the power that you give it. So I understand, like, once you learn the lessons of your past, all you have to do is leave it there. The memories don't have to hunt you. The things that happen to you don't have to hunt you. Once you stop giving power to that thing, then you can move on about your life. And like you said, have that positive framing. You can start focusing on the things that really matter, focus on the things that you want to see moving forward in your life. And I think once you do that, you will start to walk uh, from a place of uh, victory instead of a place of a victim. And I think once you kind of get that, wrap your mind around that, then you will start to see uh, life in a new light and you will understand that your past is only a testimony to share with others to help them do the same thing that you did. And I think that just caused you to feel uh, more joy from within and caused you to continue to move forward in a place of peace as well. Um, and uh, I love that he said, because this was me, myself, with our kids, me and Carol, we can kind of get overwhelmed at time and just feel like we're just so busy uh, with our kids. And he said, we don't have a time management problem. We have a focus and priority problem. And I thought that was like spot on because once we start doing the things that, you know, we have friends who have other kids and we're like, how do they get their kids to do these things? How do we get their kids to go to sleep at this certain time? How do we get their kids to eat these certain things? And it's like, they made it a priority. They didn't leave it up to chance because you don't understand if you leave it up to chance, you're, you're gonna get what's unexpected. So if you want a certain uh, result, then you have to be clear and concise on what you want and you have to stick to that plan, understanding that there's gonna be pushback. You're gonna have to continue to work through it. So for us, it was like, we have to get clear on the goals that we want together and we have to come up with a plan of pushing this forward. And I think once we did that, we understood like, we didn't have a problem. We just wasn't focused on getting them to do these things and it wasn't a big enough priority for us to do so. But once we kind of identified what it is that we want and we took action in those ways, now we're seeing the results from that. So just using something as simple as, you know, what we want our kids to do uh, and just kind of seeing putting these things to work. Like it actually works if you work it. You can't say it. Say you want these things and not actually do the things that you know it do what it takes to make it work. So I thought that was uh super good, and I love that he talked about opportunity costs. Uh, and I just go back to the book, It Takes What It Takes. You have to identify and you have to ask yourself, are, are, are you willing to pay the price for that thing? And I think if you're willing to pay that price, then you will start taking those uh necessary steps, those necessary actions, and you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of things. Because uh, like you said, it's not a time management problem, it's a focus problem. If you say that you want to go diamond, yes, that's the book. If you say that you want to go diamond, then you can't sit and watch Netflix at the end of the night every night. Then you have to replace that with sending out 100 more messages, 10 more host to post, doing what it takes to move you closer to diamond. And every day you have to have specific, you literally have to have specific things that you want to do every single day. You have to break down what's the volume that it costs to become diamond. And you have to break it down to like daily. How, how much do I have to reach in one day 
to fulfill that thing. And every single day you have to do that thing over and over. And I think as you do that, you will move closer to your goal and it won't overwhelm you. Like you said, you have to have those short-term goals. As you hit those short-term goals, you understand, like you said, it's like you're climbing stairs. Every single day you're getting closer, but you're taking it one step at a time. You're taking it one step at a time and it's moving you closer uh, to that thing that you want. Uh, and just the last thing that I, I'll share, and he said this and I was like, I have never literally never heard this 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 quote before and this is the one that i'm gonna take because it kind of goes in the line uh with the it takes what it takes uh mindset he said you can't put a goal on a credit card and i was like wow like i look at my dream board and i'm thinking like eventually like we can get these things and he said if you can put it on the credit card then it's not a goal so you have to have something that they say uh is um what did you say just out of reach but not out of sight and I love that because it put it may, it forces you outside of your comfort zone. It forces you to stretch. And I think when you stretch, that's when you begin to grow. When you stretch, that's when you begin to do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Uh, I talked about this when we was uh, on me and Chad did the first one of these, and I talked about uh, the things that you say to yourself. And I kept telling myself, uh, I should work out today. I should do this. I should do that. And I would never do those things. And I replaced what not I, I should do this. I'm going to do this. And I start doing it ever since I changed my mindset to like, it's not an option. I'm going to do this. And I think now just hearing this today was like, okay, you, I did, you've already switched your mindset and stopped saying what you should do and you're actually doing the things now. What do you want? So I start looking at my dream board and I didn't put a body of like some uh, super buff guy or some guy that's like a super just built machine. I got a picture of what I look like when I felt my best on my dream board. So it's like, pull, I have to pull my dream board out sit it in front of my workout station and like this is what i want to look like so i know it's achievable and so now i i know the body that i'm going for i know the feeling that i'm going from within and i have to work toward that and i have to let that inspire me opposed to something else so i just uh just last thing like get clear on what you want get precise and concise on what you want identify what it is and he said laser focused defined destination what is it that you want? I'm gonna, uh, once uh, Joe uploads the video, or once it's in, I'll put a, a clip from a YouTube, and it was from Jim, Rome, Jim, uh, Jim Rome's mentor, uh, Earl Schof, and he just talks about just really getting clear about the things that you want. It's a very, very great YouTube, because he breaks it down when he starts talking about the red car and everything, it reminded me of that. So I'll put that in the detail. So just use this as an outline to like identify the things that you want and get so specific that you can literally feel that thing, get so specific that you can feel yourself sitting in that car, living in that dream house, living, we want a, a beach house. Like we have to get so specific that we put the furniture in the beach house in our mind so we can get that feeling. So we want to feel it before we actually get it so we know that it's possible. So I'll drop that into YouTube and just, uh, thanks for sharing this again, Chad, and thanks for hosting Joe, and I'm going to uh, just leave the rest of this because there's so much in here that I know you're just about to drop more magic on us, so man, just thank you guys for sharing this. Um, the rest of it, I, I think you guys just destroyed it. I mean, you guys got pretty much every single point possible. Uh, it's almost like you transcribed the whole training. Uh, the, thing, the things that I've got highlighted, uh, I, I love the thought process of there really isn't a formula for success because everybody is an individual. So success to somebody is different than it is to somebody else. And the path that people take to get there is not defined. While we do have the steps to success, we have a roadmap and a system on what it takes to be successful. It's up to you to put in the work to get there. And that work can be different for everybody else. 
you know, some people are host to post masters. Some people are follow-up masters. Some people are expo masters. Remember when we used to do expos when we were out in public? Yeah, those days are coming back. And those people that do that are going to crush it again. So it, it's one of those things where you need to understand that everybody's path's different. So don't compare your path to somebody else's because everybody's success formula is completely different. Tell people things that they can actually do and you just give them the opportunity to do it. Guys, that's why I love our program with It Works because of the fact that we give you Ruby as the first goal. And as you know from what I posted earlier, Rubies on average make about $350 a month. Guys, that's enough to save people's households from going into bankruptcy. That's what it did for us. If you look at the U.S. national statistics, it's about $500 extra in income that people need to not lose their house. And that's what we give you as the first actual accomplishable goal. It's not a pie in the sky, make a million dollars a month. It's this is what you can actually do part-time in your spare time. Give them hope and optimism, but they also need to know that they are responsible for the actions which cause the results. I say this a lot too, uh, in a different way. He says, don't be a high achiever for the material possessions. Do it because you can make a difference in other people's lives. Guys, the material stuff is awesome. But after a while, you're like, I just want to make a difference in other people's lives. I want to do kingdom work because that is everlasting. Oh, smart goals have to be specific, measurable, achievable, real, and have a time limit. And I love that your goals should pass a win-win test. Guys, all of the goals and it works are a win-win test. The reason why I say that is because with it works, you can't become more successful unless you help other people become successful. That is a win-win. That is a win-win for life. That's why I love this industry so much is because you can't help but help people. It's not something where you can go out on your own and blaze a trail and become successful. That's why we call this the Help Made Millionaire podcast is because of the fact that we cannot help but be successful without helping other people. So if you want to be a millionaire, the question is, is how many people are you going to help to get there? What you say about yourself and believe. I love that it causes a biological and electrical response in your body. We've talked about this a lot. What you say to yourself is just as important as what you think. So thinking and saying things to yourself actually predisposes your sight and your thoughts and your actions to go in a specific direction. The more specific you are, the more likely you are to achieve it. So have laser focus on images of achievement. You know, you want to get to Ruby. Okay, well, what does it look like to be a Ruby? What does it look like when, what is your reaction going to be when that commission prelim posts? You know, what is the, the positive response that you're going to have? It has to be precise, present, powerful, and possible. 
So guys, we've gone through and done a lot of amazing information on being focused and defining what you're doing. So you can put a goal out there and attain it. Just make sure that you've got the focus and the action behind it. And you guys will achieve those goals and dreams. Guys, thanks for tuning in with us today. Can't wait to see you again next time. Have an awesome day.